0: This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Hey there, welcome back to the Winning Plays Podcast. Uh, Michael Pena is off today. So with Brian Rob, I am Rich Levine. We hope you're all staying safe and sane in these crazy times. In today's show, we're going to talk about, we actually have, uh, B-Rob, we can't say we have basketball to talk about, but there is some talk of a, uh, a resuming play. So we're going to talk about some of the restart options being floated out there for the NBA. Uh, but first, as always, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Give us a follow on Twitter. That's at Winning Plays Pod. Shout out to CLNS Media. Shout out to BetOnline.ag.
1: Uh, Brian, Rob, how are you doing today? I'm getting semi-excited about basketball returning, Rich, but then I'm also realizing that we still have a another two months here probably until we're going to see actual games um roughly so and, and and uh, just that the, the
0: like the littlest it won't take much to, de- to derail everything right and that if we get there um if everything goes perfectly from this point so that's that's what you think best case scenario because what you obviously need some time to uh some practice for guys to get back in shape from what i heard uh, you know speaking to a few people in the celtics organization they seem to be you know, somewhat optimistic about the level of
1: shape that their that their players have stayed in, which is good to hear. Have you heard uh, anything similar? Yeah, no, they've, I've, they've been encouraged from people. I've talked to just in terms of, you know, guys falling through with workout plans. Clearly guys have spread out, um, across the country, uh, in terms of players on the roster through the, this process, been quarantining in all different spots. Um, Luckily, the weather has turned in Boston a bit, so um, the, uh, the ones who have stayed around Boston, they still don't have access to the Auerbach Center, which is um, kind of not crazy at this point, but um, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, um, From a, but that's clearly a city issue. Right. Uh, that they're taking it slow there so and but, two guys, um, two
0: guys that haven't spread out are uh are grant williams and kemba walker who we found out have been living together during this quarantine that that's it and you guys what you got uh, the media had a zoom call with
1: grant the other day yeah we talked to grant uh last week on a zoom call and he um just confirmed the fact that it's actually pretty cool that he you know was think was torn about whether to go home to to uh carolina where his uh folks live or stay up in boston and was worried about you know exp- exposing his parents or potentially his grandparents down there if he, he can stay at home and also but also like staying in shape and having everything he needed to stay in shape um nearby and kemba walker just apparently said hey you know you can just quarantine with me if you want i'm gonna go down to his my old house in carolina myself and and Grant Williams took him on, on it, and, uh, and that's been it's been two months of them uh, as roommates. It sounds like I imagine it's a it's probably a pretty spacious house for Kemba down there. It's probably imagine, a lot of room yeah. for them to <laughs> to uh, have their own space. But it's it's they've obviously been able to work out together, um, and I think that's uh, again a encouraging sign. Not that Kemba didn't have anything but huge accolades already as a teammate in Boston, Rich, but like. This is just one more thing where you're just like, oh yeah, just offer a rookie uh, to to stay with you for two months. Sure,
0: it's also a great deal, probably for a veteran. I think they'd love to have like you know one of their rookies staying with them, just like have some extra help around the house, right? Oh sure, take out the trash. <laughs> like I wanted to yeah. talk about. Does Grant have any chores like around the
1: the Kemba estate? I would hope so. We didn't ask him about that, but that, that was a good i would think that he's got to carry his fair share down there yeah maybe he gets Um, an allowance you know if he if he does
0: all of his all of his things correctly
1: and grant um he actually said he was surprised that kemba invited him because he is just a notorious talker doesn't shut up on the team and um yeah i i i I kind of with grant there i am kind of surprised by this because you know it is it is a playful joke that he talks too much but it's also like you know I don't think anyone else is living that with Kemba right now, so that's, you know... Oh, yeah. I mean, I have to, like I said, I have a, a five-year-old sometimes who who
0: won't ever stop talking. So, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it's similar. We have to set, like, certain rules, like a dinner. Okay, you will know, just take a breath for, for 20 seconds. You know, anything, just just, just just stay in your own head for a little bit. Tell all the stories about, about Pinkalicious and, uh, and the Odd Squad. Like, keep those to yourself. You know, maybe his, like, Settlers of Catan talk. Like, just... Just, I'd I, be interesting. I, I it, well, at some point, maybe after we're out of this, we can have like a Kemba can have like a real conversation with how it was with Grant. If there were times where it got on his
1: nerves, um, sounds like an oral history column that needs to be had here on this situation. <laughs>
0: uh so have you i mean obviously you've been following the, the some of the conversation and the reports of what might happen you know this is best case scenario right like i i'm i, I as i've said in, pre, in previous podcasts i'm a little bit nervous about getting too excited because it's not going to take much whether it's one guy getting infected it, it, by the way it doesn't have to be one player who gets who who gets uh covid like anyone in the in the potential bubble
1: right who gets it could shut this whole thing down uh there's well be i do a... i do think though that like if, if that's the case, if it's only one person, then they shouldn't come back. Like, it, it, it'd be like, what's the magic number for them to have to shut it down? Like, because it's, if it's just one, it seems like, and this has started to happen a little bit in European soccer for the leagues that have come back. It's like, okay, you're quarantined. We're going to test everyone on your team and anyone you come up talk back with. Um, but, obviously, you have to balance, you know, knowing that there's going to be risk and probably a few positive cases but how many is too many in terms of what's safe to continue for the the group
0: right and but the assumption being that like if if just but again like some of these coaches so, and and, and oh, you sure. like and, and we'll talk like a guy like Danny Ainge like I imagine he's not going to go anywhere near the bubble right like some some of these high risk guys but some of the older coaches I mean for, for for a vast majority of the people in that bubble maybe they get it and it's not that bad right maybe they or you know maybe they're asymptomatic maybe they have a couple you know restless nights or, or they have something close to the flu for a little bit but I just. I just don't know if the NBA is going to be willing to take that risk that like, you know, cause I, cause randomly it does hit, you know, J- J- JaVale McGee, right. has a history of asthma. Right. right. You never know a guy like that. If, if, if something happens, how it could, how it could hit him. And I, and I just don't think
1: the NBA or any of these professional leagues are going to want to fuck around with that. No question. And you do wonder just how many players might just want to sit it out based on either their own health risk or close family members' health risks, Um, if they're, you know, not willing to leave their family for however long it takes. Um, You know, some, it might be, you know, if you're first round out in the playoffs, then leaving your family for a couple weeks isn't a, you know, or or be close to a month when you factor in the training camp and stuff down there. Uh, Not a huge deal. Um, But if it's longer and it's, you know, you are, it's, I don't think there'll be a, a stigma attached to it, but, you know, you, p- these guys will want to be there for their champions, but at the same time, family's family. And, you know, that understanding is going to take precedence um, in some situations. So that seeing how that pans out, we haven't really have seen it yet at all for American sports, but I, I imagine it is going to happen and for, for some for some people. Yeah. And some of that could get to like how they do set this up. Um, and, pre- and, and,
0: and I know we, we, talked before we came on a little bit, like you do have, I don't know if it's a preference, but what's, what's your pitch for how they do this? I'll cont- I'll tell you mine. I got, I'll just, I'll just tease. I am pro world cup format.
2: That's,
0: yeah, that, so, that's where, where I want to see this go, but what, what's your idea?
1: So I, I like the world cup format, but I like it used, um, in place essentially of the regular season games like I I don't want them to go straight to the playoffs um, from scrimmages I just think that it doesn't make sense from a financial standpoint if you're there to like just you know skip over these games that you know especially for teams that have you know big tv deals they're gonna need that revenue Um, I'll be curious to see again if they don't if they don't do you know invite 30 teams back which seems like um, it's a very distinct possibility at this point um, for a few games and like what happens to those teams in terms of missing out on that piece of the pie. Maybe they'll have to, you know, just pull that, all that local TV money. But I would like to see um, some type of pool play where you have the teams that are like set in the playoffs or tight in the seedings. Um, so in the East, I'd say it'd be like one through six. And then you have each of them play each other once kind of similar to what the NHL is doing. Um, where you don't recede entirely but you know you maybe it's just like those wins just get added to their regular season record and those are, and then that's where the the final seedings are set and and, same, and, who,
0: and who are they so so in the in this mode it's like who are the Celtics playing and how how many games are you are you so this would
1: be so this would be um, the Celtics, would, it would be the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Heat, the Pacers, and the Sixers. The, the six teams that are, you know, the, the, the Bucks are ahead of the pack, but then everyone else is safely in the playoffs already. Okay. And they're, you know, they're locked in, and, and the only thing that can really change is seating, you know, between two and six. Um, the Bucks are set at one. So in this scenario, you would have them playing for home court advantage. But exactly, but that doesn't exist. You'd have to find some other advantage for the bu- something for the Bucks to play for in this situation, I guess. Beyond, or maybe you're just like, um, you know, they they would prefer to play regular competition. There, but they're going to be they're cruising at the end of the regular season anyway, so I guess it wouldn't be any different from them from playing normal regular season games. Right. And then I mean, maybe
0: you can set it up because how, how many games up are they on, on? So they're
1: six and a half up. So there, it's pretty much a lock. They had the East. You know, there was. 17 games left to play in the East. So they had one locked up either way. So it's it's hard to make a situation here or unfair to them to make a situation here where they could lose the, the one seed. At the same time, the NHL did that with their format. They are having the locks in each conference, the one through four, just play around Robin. And then whoever wins that is the, the new seedings for the opening of the playoffs. So if you want to screw the Bucks here, you say all the seeds, one through six are up for grabs. In pool play if not then you just have the games add to regular season records and then however those line up after five games that's how you see those teams and then you do that for the top seven in the west too because again that's where the locks are have them all play each other once and then set the regular season um you know seeds in the playoffs and then you get the playing stuff with the through seven and eight are up for grabs in the East. You invite the Wizards, the Hornets, the Bulls, would say, and then same situation in the West. Eighth, eight is up for grabs: Grizzlies, Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs. Round robin situation, and then after that, you are looking at normal playoffs.
0: Yeah, and again, but so here that here is my problem is that the word normal. So we got the fact that, first of all, these teams are going to be playing in empty arenas, right? Yep. I, I, for me, and this is why I like the World Cup format, is that, and I understand why the NBA wants to maintain some semblance of normalcy. I understand why LeBron wants to wants to maintain some, some uh, semblance of normalcy in the, in the Bucks and all that. But I think that we just got to bite the bullet and we need to accept that this is not normal there's nothing no matter what you do no matter how much you try to paint this as a, any other year it's just not and it's never going to be so i just I, I would just i think that you just throw everything out the window and that's why i think a, like the world cup format it's 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 certainly a break from tradition I, it's always going to be something that and it sucks right it, it, for people that want to make the argument of lebron's legacy and him versus jordan and, and, and the lakers leading the lakers to a title it's great, but it doesn't matter. Like Reality has, if it hasn't set in, it, it should have by now. Uh, so just make this the year of COVID-19. It already is. And I think that the, that having something new and exciting, like a World Cup format for one year, uh, the, the, I think the ratings will be through the roof even more than, than taking it back and doing like, okay, let's do a seven game series like, and do all that. No, let's just, let's have it the way the World Cup does. And I think it'll be really, really exciting. And then we can, and then eventually, hopefully, and I don't know, maybe they're talking about a December restart for, for the season. And that's the thing we got to talk about too: the fact that how many years uh, uh, in the future this is going to affect. Maybe, maybe by the time year three rolls around, we can get back to a normal schedule. But for right now, I just think you roll it out. And I don't know if you read uh, Kevin O'Connor's piece on the Ringer, um, where he talks about the possible like group stage draws. You know, we've got four groups and five teams in each group. Uh, I don't know. It just seems that's very exciting to me. That's what I want to go. And I know it's not. I think it's exciting, but...
1: I like... I mean, I like the... There's there's no question it brings some excitement in terms of it's something new. It mixes it up. I guess I'm kind of against anything that... I'm against, like, reseeding or you know, eliminating East versus West. Because I think if you want to do World Cup, I'd be intrigued by doing World Cup groups within each conference and kind of mixing it up that way. I don't know if that would work. Um, and, then, and then having if, the two winners. But... And then exactly. And then having the semifinals. So it's like you have two groups in each conference, the top two teams in each group advance, and that's your Eastern conference semifinals, same in the West. Western Conference, and then it becomes you know it's best of seven for those final you know three rounds. Um, I'd be down for something like that. I don't see. I I think going to a group um, format, World Cup format, and on top of that, blowing it wide open east to west after playing after each team played a schedule a regular season schedule for so many games that was based on conferences, so there are all sorts of you know inequities. It, It essentially renders a regular season completely useless and i don't think that's i don't think you want to do that here because you had you played 80 percent of the regular season that should matter i know it's it's very unique circumstances and it's not going to be perfect no matter how they do it but this just literally is kind of throwing out the the regular season out the window and i don't think that uh that's fair to be honest Right, and again, maybe it's not fair, and maybe there,
0: there's a way because because, and I'm I'm just looking at the possible, you know, uh, Kevin and his and his story had some of the possible like group breakdowns, right? Um, and at the end of the day, so like you know, if the Bucks are with the Jazz, the Sixers, the Grizzlies and Blazers, and then the Celtics would be playing against the Raptors, Thunder, Mavericks and Spurs, and I don't know, yeah, it's like it doesn't like I don't there's like you said there's not a huge advantage there for the Bucks. Um, cause you're still playing against some, some, some pretty good teams. Um, and yeah, but there's, but you know, that's the thing is that you're gonna offend some people. No, one, there's, there's not an option that makes everybody happy. Right. Right. Um, and I guess maybe it, it's, it's better to make, uh, the, the eighth, ninth and 10th teams unhappy than it is to piss off the Lakers and bucks. Like maybe they earned a little bit better. Um but you know what a lot of people around the world earn better than than what they're they're dealing with right now and I think that's part of it. You just have to you know just just let go of, of what was this season. Um and again this is this is assuming that we can even get far enough to to enjoy something like this. But um but how like how long would it take to to, to play out the playoffs like where like, like how how late into in the fall do you think this would go?
1: I would think you're looking at the finals maybe end of September, early October in this type of – again, maybe maybe less than that because they want to get it going and there's no travel involved here. So you can take a hard and fast every other you know night situation all the way through for all these teams and maybe even play um, back-to-backs in the early rounds if it's warranted, if you're having a bunch of teams in the mix and you're playing – you know pool play that doesn't matter as much um yeah i haven't mapped out the timing of that but i would think you know the normal postseason takes two months and that's with games stretched out a lot so you know you take a week or to two weeks for regular season games warm-up games pool play games however they want to do it and then you go to the postseason i bet they can condense the postseason to you know six weeks Based on just the every other night schedule.
0: Right. I mean, again, like obviously, like in a typical uh, NBA playoff, there's a lot of. I mean, there are times where they don't play again, but like three, four days sometimes right. it feels like those first rounds, like, oh my God, really? The Celtics don't play. They, they play on Friday. They don't play again until Tuesday or something like that. Like, you can, you don't even have to do back to backs necessarily. You could, you can. Yeah, you just can, do
1: every other night. And this is, and it defeats the purpose. Like, if they stretch stuff that okay, let's like. Uh, stretch out the risk for all these people <laughs> in the yeah. bubble like it's, it's like literally their best interest is to not to they want to speed it they want to play every night um, all the way through obviously um, but at the same time they don't want to stretch this out longer than it needs to be um, beyond filling all their TV windows
0: uh, be real quick we'll get back to this conversation in one second but first I want to uh, hit pause just for a moment and and, and bring in a, a message from one of our new sponsors uh, wake in 180.
2: As you know by now, I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health by starting Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I've already dropped about 18 pounds, and I'm not the only one. Kendrick Perkins is down about 30 pounds, and we're just two of 11,000 who found the solution for weight loss. No gym, no medication, no tricks, or gimmicks. Awaken 180, a combination of science, nutrition, and expert one-on-one coach. If you have weight to lose, I recommend you call Paige and her team. You'll lose weight starting the first week and each and every week until you get to your ideal weight. Awaken 180, six locations. But during this lockdown, They're starting clients virtually, the same program from the comforts of your own. Simply log in to Awaken180WeightLoss.com, fill out the form online, and start your weight loss transformation. Awaken 180 Weight Loss, the official weight loss program for the Boston Red Sox.
0: Okay, uh, so we're back, and up It's funny, and because another thing that we got to consider, and and obviously there's a risk we talk about in this bubble of, uh, of just COVID nineteen in general, but. Also these guys who have been, again, we're staying in shape, but there's a difference between basketball shape like playing NBA basketball and like running on a treadmill or, or, or even it, let, let, let's go to how, how high tech and how advanced the training is now, these NBA specific trainers, there's still nothing that can that can match playing in an NBA game. Um, it's, it's just the, the injuries that in and, and every playoffs, there's an injury issue. but I think especially if these guys try to rev it up too fast and too soon, especially a guy guy like LeBron, some of these older players it's, it's dangerous.
1: No question. And it's really going to show how much players have been able to maintain a, a solid level of fitness over the last couple of months, which is not an easy task Um, based on, you know, I mean, some of them, you know, LeBron guys like that, the superstars have may have state of the art gyms and courts in their house. So they, that, might not be as big of a deal it's going to be helpful for them but then you know if you're um we'll say any rookie x that's on a first round and a first round pick not a lot of money yet you're living in an apartment you decided uh, okay i'm gonna you know stick this out in your home team region like you might not have access to a gym and stuff beyond what your team sent you um during this time so it is going to be it's going to be you're going to see a lot of i think how much players have been able to stay in shape during this standpoint i think the Celtics will have some of an the advantage there because it is a group of really hard workers that are disciplined i feel like in general um especially towards the top of this roster and but there's no question like you said the injuries overseas in european soccer right now are popping up a more far more often than usual in the playoffs and that's and that's for the very reason you you described
0: yeah, and when we talk about injuries, we're not talking about like tight hamstrings and stuff. We're talking about blown out, li- right. not limbs, but yeah, like ACLs and, and Achilles and, and really, you know, really think the that, that next thing you know, you're out for the entire next season, right? Because right. you rush too much. And I think that's where, that's what kind of gets into this all too. It's just that like, if, if and, and maybe that's why the NBA is really so desperately wanting to, you know, maintain the tradition and, and somehow get it so it can be just like an like a regular uh playoff season. Uh but I just like I just don't know how you're ever gonna get there when there's no one in the when there's no one in the stands, when these guys are living in a bubble. You know, it's just like and that's why I think it would take some of the pressure. Like no matter what they do, it's gonna be remembered as 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 the COVID nineteen postseason. So like and, and I understand again I said it already. I I know why LeBron and is is probably desperate to to do i mean it's, it's actually a nice built-in excuse for him if they cancel the the regular playoffs you know you can't you can't get blamed for not winning a title when there's no proper title to be won um but like i just i i, I kind of just want to throw it all out the window and <laughs> I, I do and and i and it'll be and it once it starts it'll be people will get into it it'll be fun the ratings will be through the roof i mean they'll pre they'll be pretty great anyways i mean you see with the like the uh Brady and Manning's
1: golf thing, you know, that was one of the highest watched sports, sure. highest I mean, rated sporting events of all time. The initial games everywhere are going to have, you know, no matter what they do, they're going to have monster ratings out of the gate. Um, I do think, though, with World, I think uh, Ryan Brindley only pointed this, pointed this out on Twitter as well um, earlier today. With the, you can get a lot of meaningless games in the World Cup format towards the end, like when if someone's just on a roll and then you have two teams that are out of it playing each other, you know, that it can be settled be- far before the group play ends with the round robin format. So that would be not appealing to me. Um, again, when you have, cause then you'll just have games. What, what are, are you going to have these games? These teams are playing for each other for no reason. If you lost your first three games of group play. And so things like that make me worry about what, you know, just, just the, for as fun and innovative and, you know, off the wall, the World Cup format would be, it wouldn't, it would be a potential struggle I yeah. like, on, for that situation.
0: Sure. And and, and that's something that, that, that you'll deal with. I don't think there's any, there's any perfect situation, but I think that like, so after that, like that's when uh, the, the actual, tournament will be coming into focus, right? So I I think personally, like, so if a team loses its first three games, okay, by then there will be storylines that develop. You know, it'll already, the machine will already be starting up again. And I think there will be, you know, it won't be any different than like, you know, some of the old NBA TV Playoff games that that they have, you know, back in the day, it was always like the Hawks and the and the Raptors or the Pacers that got stuck on those those random NBA TV games. Like there are going to be some stinkers, um, but I think at that point there will be a couple of the groups where there are teams that are playing for their survival, and those can be the focus. Um, and yeah, no, I, I agree. I, again, I don't think there's... That's the thing. I don't think that there's a perfect uh, a perfect solution. There's certainly not. But um, it, it it's easier to to look past the imperfections, I think, when you sort of just let go of what's supposed to be and what needs to be. And in a way, you know, taking it so seriously, I think, if anything. And I and, so two things, like I, I think that this this absence has, has shown us how much, you know, I don't know if distraction but how much happiness sports can bring. But other ways, it shows that it's not quite as important as sometimes we make it out to be you know maybe it's not the most important thing in the world that if lebron james gets his uh, it's easy for us to say but if, if lebron james gets his next championship there are plenty of uh, other more important things in the world and this is and there's still an opportunity i think it'd be pretty cool if lebron you know can be the first guy to lead the, the, his team to the nba world cup you know that's a pretty cool storyline in its own but it's just different and i just think you know this is a time where we should embrace different and uh and who knows when, we, when we'll get back to normalcy um But it's certainly, again, empty stands, it's not normal.
1: Right. I mean, there's no question. Empty stands, neutral arenas, like it's going to be different no matter what. Um, I'm open to the idea. I guess I'm more of if, if the playoff field wasn't as set as it was essentially in both conferences, I'd probably be more open to the idea. Um, you know, you have 15 out of the 16 teams are essentially locks. Um and one the one that isn't a lock had a three and a half game lead, so um I'd just as well, you know, have I think incorporating some group play, you know, World Court World Cup format of like round robin would be again great for the regular season games to mix up the seeding as a warm up to the playoff starting. But you know, it's already you know, you already have something that's pretty much set and while everything else is gonna be different, I just I would miss the rivalry aspects of both conferences and um in the playoffs. And I think taking that away when you don't necessarily need to, um uh, again, something like that. I
0: guess so like what so what do you miss? You're missing the uh, uh Celtic Sixers rivalry?
1: Sure, Celtic Sixers, like Lakers, Clippers have to like are probably gonna have to play each other like you would lose some of those, I think, really fun matchups with stuff that's been built over the course of this season, um, and again, you might get some, um, but in the the pool play. But you would be far more likely to get them with a more traditional postseason. So if if this was like a fifty game regular season and there was so much up for grabs, I'd probably be much more open to, you know, the the World Cup format, but with pretty much a 65-70 games already in the books and a lot of teams locked in and locked into certain spots I think having the funness of a, a play-in situation for the eight seed out west I'm all for that or having a, a World Cup format for that purpose but doing it for in place of the first round of the playoffs I'm I just think it's it's a fun idea but I think they're just you know, it, it's not going to be better than What you had already
0: Um, Real quick, I don't know how many times uh, How many more times we'll be able to read this spot So I'll just get it in Uh, With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB You might think there's nothing to bet on Well, you would be wrong Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events Games and props to wager on From their online casino to poker and blackjack As they are bringing Vegas to you Uh, If you're missing the NFL, no problem Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can wager on. If you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on uh, Big Brother, American Idol. I think theirs is still going. Uh, stock prices are certainly still going. And even uh, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, all open 24 hours a day and all online. Visit the website, betonline.ag, uh, or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus. Uh, bet Online is your online wagering solution. Um, yeah, and again, I guess, I, I, and I understand, I understand where the argument comes from and where the point of view comes from of, of trying to keep it together. I just like, you know, and, and maybe, maybe, maybe some, maybe bars will be open, maybe outdoor situations will be open where everyone can get together in a, in a place and, and watch these games. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, it, it just feels a little bit weird to me to just, to, to pretend like things are back to normal when they're just not, and they won't be. And, and, and we, yeah, we talk, we talk about, um, you know, maybe this going into September, late September. Um, And people are also talking about in the fall, like the second wave of this coming through and maybe coming through a little later than that, once like the flu, uh, when flu season kicks into gear again, and we don't know what we're gonna be dealing with uh, as a a country. and that's why I mean, part of me just just wants to just have fun with it. So just just throw it, throw everything out the window. Say we understand that, that this is a crazy situation. We're just happy to have sports back altogether. Because listen, the 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 Tiger Woods uh phil and, and brady and, and manning that that didn't mean that was for charity I'm now I say it didn't mean anything but it wasn't for legacy it wasn't for anything it was just fun and people loved it they watched the shit right. out of it and i just think that maybe as a society that's what we need more than anything and to take it for, and again and, okay, the, the tv ratings are not going to be an issue right that's no. going to be off the charts like if, you think if, so Oh, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't see any. I mean, certainly they're going to be some stinkers, right? Not every single game is going to be the most watched. There'll be some NBA TV games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No matter what, there are going to be some NBA, some NBA TV games. But I just want, I, I think that we could all use, because we talk about the rivalries, right? The, the Sixers and the Celtics, and that's not going away. You know, we can bring that back, and th- but like, what what are those rooted in? A lot of it's rooted in like negativity and hatred, and I know that's part of the fun, right? Like hating the hate and I I hate on LeBron plenty. Like like some of like the that is part of NBA fandom, um, but for one summer, for one season, it might just be fun to say fuck it. You know, here's here's just an event for everyone to enjoy, and and, and like, hey, there's, there there are gonna be new rivalries born out of this, and maybe that's right. you know. Maybe that's the future.
1: No, I'm with you for sure on the standpoint. I don't want them to just go 16 teams start the playoffs as currently seated. From that standpoint, I'm with you 100. I would, whether it's a playing situation for eight or a World Cup situation, um, you know, group stage for the final seeds in each conference, I'd much rather have that than them just go straight into it, like you said, because it is you know nothing about this season is normal. Um, and so, okay, take advantage. You've been talking about a play in tournament for, as an idea for the last couple of years. Um, you're going to have no better excuse to like throw some version of that into, into play here, um, and see how it goes. And I'm sorry, like Memphis Grizzlies, like, yeah, you're gonna have to play your way in. You're gonna have to do that anyway, because you had the easiest schedule so far and you had... You weren't even projected to make the playoffs after 82 games, so like, you know, sorry, Zion. And then, yeah, we're gonna give Zion Williamson a chance to play his way into the playoffs. And that, and, and, and I yeah. can, see, and I can, and I can see why you they want to do everything they
0: can to give him a few more, uh, right. you know, a few more reps in the spotlight. And like, you know, they're they're maybe you just make it a you know a marketing thing. You know, let's just say it like we're not. You know, I get it. Again, I understand why the teams that are like the Bucks and the Lakers, it sucks. You know, it does. You know it sucks for the millions upon millions of people who lost their jobs. You know what I mean I think that's the perspective maybe that these guys are going to have to hold uh, with a little bit more weight at some point. Um, but yeah, said there's no there, there, there's no perfect way. Uh, I am I am happy like I think we're lucky to have a commissioner like Adam Silver. You know I think he's gonna he'll think outside the box. He'll he'll I think he's not afraid to make tough decisions. Um, and, you know, we'll see as this thing continues to evolve, you know, and that's that's the thing. We don't know. We, you, you never know, especially with, with things opening up a little bit more right now in May. We don't, you don't know what June's going to bring. You know, you don't, you don't know how some of these, these gatherings, you know, like there's a famous pool party in the Ozarks, right? That people are, are, uh, are, that went viral and, you know, all the people out without masks yelling at each other, who knows? But like, we don't know what that's going to bring to, to the world. And and there's another part they said, you know, in, in Disney, now that Disney world starts, is starting to open back up in general, they don't even know if they're going to have enough, you know, decent hotels for, for all I, these teams
1: to stay. Yeah. That's going to be, I wonder how much that influences what format they go with or just the number of teams they invite for that format. Um Since, you know, 30, the difference between 20 and 25 teams is going to be roughly 250 people when you include the traveling parties. Um Is that, is that what, is that what it is that they're saying for the, it's, I think I saw 50 as a number, but might be even smaller than that. Thinking about it, it maybe even like I've seen anywhere from 30 to 50, I feel like for a lot of these major sports. And that includes, you know, but it's clear that, you know, full coaching staffs won't be there. Like you only you'll have to pick a few assistants. You'll have the trainers, the strength and conditioning people, everyone to, you know, keep the guys healthy. But um, and I think the front think op- I, the front uh, offices are pretty much going to stay out of it. Yeah, I think only one front office representative. I definitely think what I saw in a proposal is is going to be down there. So yeah, it's um, and I assume I don't know. Like I haven't talked to him about like what do you think media will be allowed in the bubble
0: I wonder you, you I mean maybe they maybe they set up some some sort of you know post game zooms right i mean I, I, that's I, why
1: i 100% think it's that's what it's going to be a post game zoom press conference
0: and 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 you got to figure like these games are going to be on TV right so there so there's going to be and unless the NBA does it all in house but they they can't do that you know so you got to assume there're going to be some TNT crews there you got to assume there are some ESPN crews there um, Right. you have know, the TV people and,
1: there but like are they is like are writers going to be like our beat reporters
0: Right, the beat reporters—that's be. different
1: because you could see how you know we're like Woj and Zach
0: Lowe; those guys do TV and they write, so you can see how right. they could probably get themselves into the bubble. Um, but just the uh, the 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 everyday beat rep- beat writers—I don't I don't see it. I mean, I, right. what 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 do I know? But like, I, especially because I think they would love for them not to be there. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and where there will be some media, you know, there will be the you know uh, NBA TV will have maybe some guys in there and cause that's the, that's the dream I think for all these leagues is to have it all in house. And if they could, sure. if they could have NBA.com writers being the only ones that are, that have access to this, I don't think, I think that they would love that. <laughs> um, unfortunately. And, and again, if they, if they set up, uh, you know, the, the post game zooms, the same way they do those, those massive post game press conferences, they can't sit, they can say that, Hey, we're not limiting your access. We're just right. trying to protect our players.
1: Right um but yeah have you heard anything on that i mean no i mean i haven't heard anything i assume though that it is going to be like if like you said they'll probably the tv partners and price select reporters that are going to be made part of the broadcast will be in but i i fully expect all the post game stuff to be done video via a video press conference um how that is going to work like i guess they won't televise it live probably because of that um, not that they would, not that they normally do anyway for a lot of these outlets. Um, I wonder, cause I mean, that usually only happens in like the finals and stuff like that where they, they show live, but maybe they will anyway, but I would think they'd want to, they'd want to have it on delay just to, you know, make sure it works. And right. Cause I, you know, cause I'm so. thinking about like those old, like, you know, NBA TV
0: interviews with they'd get guys post game, you know, just like in the locker room with a headset on. Um, right and like and I like Chuck and shaq would, we would interview those guys on the post game show um right. and maybe you do something like that right like and and you could uh, y- y- yeah you know it's one of those but things. But I assume where,
1: yeah they'll have to let people they'll have to make them take questions like from you'll have those TV interviews like you just said but I think on top of that you'll have to have a regular press conference for you know Brad Stevens and a couple of players
0: you would you you would think so you know but but I think it's one of those things where you know I think that, that all these leagues are probably you know the the coverage in general just the number of media guys at these games in the locker room has overflown a little bit uh, over, you know it's gotten a little crazy in, in in recent years and obviously i think there are a lot of people that are do obviously like you know a, a good chunk of the core Celtics guys like you uh, have been there for 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 many years are doing it but i think that they've been looking for ways to 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 chop it down to size a little bit you know to to limit the the not limit the access just limit the the numbers around the team and this is a good excuse to do so
1: yeah i mean it, it comes down to this if you're limiting travel parties for teams and you're not letting some assistant coaches be down there because it's just too many numbers then yeah like i then you can you have a case being like yeah we're not letting all media in like we're yeah like, keep numbers down um which will be unfortunate hopefully it doesn't last long in terms of you know this whole situation clearly by next season hopefully there's some solutions uh via vaccine or um you know effective treatments whatever yeah it's, it, it seems like especially for for, for basketball i
0: mean because everything you read now is that you know if you're outdoors you know again the 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 news evolves every day you know but it seems now that like if you're if you're a safe distance and you're outside you know your, your chances of getting it are not great but like these, you know, these, these contained indoors places where there's a lot of speaking, right? A lot of yelling, uh, that's where it's really, it's really traveling and being, and being passed along uh, easier. So, I mean, that's, that's an NBA arena. Right. right Like that, so that, that, that basketball and hockey seem to be the two sports that to me, until there's a vaccine, it's gonna be really, really hard to, to get away with anything. Yeah.
1: Um. all, all right. right final <laughs> thoughts here um okay first off how many games do you want how many regular season or pool play games do you want to see before the playoffs start
0: mm.
1: for like guys getting in shape quality of play purposes
0: and 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 we're gonna say that these
1: games mean something yeah it means something it might just for seating purposes or for some some of the, or if you're a fringe playoff team, you might be playing your way into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I think, I think 10, okay. 10, 10, 11, 12 games. That seems, you know, maybe a month. I don't know. Well, do you, you think it should be more? Less? No,
1: no I think, I mean, it'd be great if be that much. I'm not sure they're going to be able to have it be that much. Maybe it does. Maybe because you, you know, you play every other day and you play a round robin situation or you just play, you know, ten games and some you get to a set number, whether it's seventy two or seventy six, I think were the numbers that they were looking at. So I mean maybe 76, they'll have some seventy six would be the ten that you you know, that would be the ten that you you brought up just then. So that would I think that'd be ideal if they had the time for it.
0: Right. It's just it's just so confusing. And again, like maybe you have some like you know, some scrimmage some scrimmages, like a, yeah, obviously there'd be like a, a little mini preseason Right. right, where, where teams need to get out there against against guys other than themselves, and and if they're all living in the same place, right, like that becomes a lot easier, you know. It's it's sort of like one big happy family, uh, with all this all the NBA teams you know, practicing in the same gyms and and all that. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess you know every day it's going to come to light a little bit more, and and we'll see. But yeah, I mean, you t- like said it's just so hard to to have them play a first game. Yeah, so right, That's why the the opening night of a season, the first two months of a season. By the time we get to March, it doesn't mean much. I mean, obviously, you know, the wins and losses add up in the standings. But like, you know, but to 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 have a game after this break and have it really mean something the first time you take the court, it's uh doesn't seem very fair. Doesn't seem very safe necessarily. Which is why, again, just to reiterate, I just want to say, fuck it, World Cup. <laughs> Let's just get crazy let's just let's just embrace embrace the craziness that is 2020 and we'll always remember no matter what happens well like again lebron could, could win the title and and everyone's everyone's going to remember this as as the year that they that they were all at disney and covid-19 so make it ma- make it we're never going to forget it anyway so just just put the cherry on top and make it something that will just the asterisk people don't even have to argue about the asterisk right because <laughs> it'd be, it is yeah it is. be yeah
1: um, all right, well, before we wrap up here, uh, you debuted a new podcast this week. I did, yeah. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, that. You had a great first interview with uh, with Robert Ajith. Parrish.
0: Yeah, so Good Story Sports is the, is the name of the podcast. And it's going to be uh, – it's not just basketball. It's not just interviews with basketball players. It's going to be just sports in general. And, uh, you know, more – there will be some interviews like the one with Parrish, but it's more like longer-form uh, storytelling uh kind of shows and uh, i think by next week uh i hopefully will have the second episode up there uh it's sort of related to the the first interview with robert parish but sort of builds on that a little bit and, and again you i'm not doing any sort of grand you know grand launch i'm just kind of kind of slow roll it and 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 let it sort of take uh, take shape organically but, uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited about it. Obviously, we're, we're going to keep doing this and talking Celtics in the NBA. And there will be some NBA talk on the Good Story Sports podcast. But um, and anyway, we can search for it. It's on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Everyone should give it a search and subscribe. And uh, you can get, you know, obviously updated when new episodes go up. But uh, I'm excited. It, it, sh- it should be fun to keep doing this and, and start doing that. And uh, even more once, once sports come back because I think uh, – you know, we can argue all like all, for almost an hour like this about what's the best way to do it. Uh, but either way, no matter how it's done, it'll be nice just to have the games back and the the uh, the distraction and the entertainment and all that. So, looking forward to all of it.
1: No question about it. All right. So yeah, definitely give that uh, subscribe to the Good Story Sports podcast. Yeah. Give that a five star rating if you are on iTunes. Even a four. Uh, I'll, I'll take a four.
0: Or if, a four if you, you know,
1: want. You know, do, and while you're at it, you know if you haven't given a winning plays a five-star yet, do that too. Yes. Um, but definitely check it out. It was a great interview for our parish. Um, and there'll be, I know there's a, an interview with uh, another Celtics legend in the camp. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. There is. He's, that. he's, co-
0: he's coming as well. I'm going to try and get him back on the, on the phone first to have a, a
1: little update, but yeah, it's all, it's all coming. All right. Well, stay tuned for that um, on your days where you are searching for, Uh, good content to listen to, but that'll put a ball on this one for now. Uh, We will be back next week. Maybe we'll have uh, a actual format to, to uh, discuss at that point, as opposed to uh, trying to make up our own. But um, (laughs) in the meantime, uh, stay safe and healthy out there, everyone. And, you know, feedback is always welcome at winning plays pod on, on Twitter and definitely shoot us a five-star review on itunes as well in the meantime but thanks as always for listening we'll get you guys next week